Lance Wackley, if you're listening right now, I would suck you off to make a few more episodes. No. You know what? That's a lie. Lance Wackerly, I would suck you the fuck off to make one more episode. You make one more episode of sitting around with Mr. D fucking Simon, then we'll suck you off. Oh yeah, my favorite podcast is the Sick and Wrong Podcast. Cause it's a very good Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, T. Simon. And I'm the returning host, Lance Wackerly. Wow, Lance Wackerly, back on the podcast. Well, back on this this episode of the podcast. Back on the, just like old times, people. Your prayers have been answered. Am I like a supplicant? <laughs> I could come back for my old job. I'll take less pay. It's fine. Yeah, just come back and beg. Can I, can I get the job back? You know, Wackley, I'm not sure at how you're back. You know, I really got my shit together now. <laughs> with your attitude. <laughs> I'm not sure, you know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe I'll see. I'll, try I will try period. to register your enthusiasm during this show and assess it. All right. I'm on probation. See how drunk you get. I mean, it is only the, it is midday. But. I don't even have any alcohol. And I finished huh. my Diet Coke fucking around with the pre-show nonsense. The pre-show. It's always the pre-show nonsense. Yeah. I think that's what turned you away in the first place. It All takes the, a long time. The pre-show babble. Yeah. Um, well, it's good to have you back. Thanks for filling in for the uh, the, the co-host. Uh, hey, no Harry. problem. Harrison's in the UK. <laughs> once, once every year, I will do it. Yeah, I, I did have to beg people. I had to beg and then offer to buy him some uh, alcohol next time I see him. <laughs> Um, happy, uh, American day, uh, 4th of July this weekend. You, uh, you do anything big for the 4th? No, no, nothing. Have you guys talked about the Brexit yet? Cause it's like their independence day too. It is kind of, it sort of coincides. Yeah, actually we, we, uh, we kind of hinted. rehash stuff that you've already well, talked, we talked about. about Brexit last week when it, when it happened. Cause it was, you know, such big news. And then the, the Donald Trump was in Scotland, and all the Scottish people had all those colorful insults. That's normal, right? In the like run up to you know the presidential election, you're like one of the two main candidates. You're like, oh, I have to go to Scotland. <laughs> to well, open shouldn't a you be in a course. fucking swing state, you idiot? <laughs> oh my golf course business, yeah. You're you're very instrumental in managing that, I'm sure. And the funniest thing is, he's over there. He's like, "We are independent. Scotland's an independent nation." It's like actually, you know, I thought he was in Northern Ireland. In Scotland, or Ireland. But Scotland voted to stay in the EU, like right. overwhelmingly. But Trump's yep. too retarded to actually read news, or his handlers yeah, just. Don't I don't give think him he's news. retarded. I just think he's lazy. Because <laughs> that explains, yeah. yeah he he, I mean, care. he has people who, yeah, he has people who he can, you know. 
who read the news. He just doesn't listen to them because he's just one of those lazy people. I'm sure they start telling him like, well, Mr. Trump, make sure you don't. And he's just like, eh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I <laughs> pay you like, to do I'm that. I'm going to say he's like Cartman. He's like, I'm just going to say whatever I want. Don't, don't worry about it. Do you think he actually writes like manages his own Twitter do you think yeah, he writes those tweets or do you think yeah. they're some, he has a team of writers that write them? I mean, have you read him? them? It's not like, wow, Trump's actually very erudite. No, I mean, exactly. That's, but I mean, at the same yeah, time, a, you're like, I can't fucking believe anyone would send that, especially a politician would write something like that. Which makes there's me, an article where he talks about it and he says that um, during the day when he's in his office, he just says them out loud and he has a secretary that writes them. But like about at about like 7 p.m., then the secretary goes home and then he types them himself. So the late night tweets when he's calling like the late night Kelly tweets, he's bimbo. actually typing them himself. Okay, so that own, so the, yeah, so those are uh, wow, those are actual Trump tweets. Yeah, he says what he wants. That's what that's what people like about him. He just says whatever <laughs> he feels like. It's like well, he's I, not I think, PC, but I think that's the thing. Like his, uh, you know, his constituency, the people are voting for him, can relate to him for that because they're like, oh, he just you know speaks his mind. He's not trying to self censor. Mm. You know, he's uh, he's not politically correct, which has become like a, you know, they're demonizing that term now. If you're politically correct, they really just want their jobs back. <laughs> I mean, I know everybody's like, oh, the, it's the racists that are into Trump. Like, yeah, they're probably racist. Most blue collar people are, but they just want their jobs back. But now Hillary's doing the same thing. She's saying she's going to shut down all like, you know, foreign trade also. So I, I it's all, it's all the, the same. I wonder what the Chinese how the Chinese feel about Trump. Don't they hate him? I don't think the Chinese like get emotional about American politics. They're just they're just very tactical. They're like, well, if this happens, we'll do this. If Hillary wins, we'll do this. If the policy is this, then we'll do this. I mean, they're just they're just there to maximize, you know, their uh, the money coming into their country. Yeah, but I thought Trump actually said, like, you know, we're going to stop trading with China. And the debt that we owe Clearly, them, I mean, we're everything, not going to pay. Everything is made in China. What are we getting? You're going to go to Walmart and there's going to be like three things on the shelves? No, but no. he said like they're not going to. He's like, we're he not going to pay He says a lot of shit. Back. He doesn't know what he's talking well, about. That's the thing he doesn't with, care what he's talking about. That's the thing with Trump is he just basically just says whatever people want to hear. It's like this and, It's like this, this show. Like, I'm not going to prepare. I'm not going to write down a bunch of stuff I'm going to say. I'm just going to say it. And if it's wrong, I, I don't care. It's a stupid podcast. I think he feels about the presidential campaign like... Tr- like, truth isn't important and what's important is pe- people liking me and it got me through the primaries yeah and i got a bunch of free publicity i didn't have to spend that much money on ads at this point i kind of want trump to win for the lulls because it's it's going to be hilarious it's going to be a, you, a, another here's, funny here's four my years. here's my secret thought i mean all like our ultra liberal fr- friends they'll have a much better time if trump wins like, well, think of the amount of smugness they'll be able to p- post on their Facebook pages for four years. If Hillary wins, they're going to have to, like, defend all the shitty things she does, which is not fun. But if Trump wins, it's, like, so much opportunity for, like, smug comments and about how, you know, I didn't vote for him. It's dumb America and blah, blah, blah. blah. And this is what you get. This is what you, you guys get. brought this on yourselves. I, I, when I, I go, I when I v- visit foreign countries, I say I'm from Canada because I'm a big pussy. Well, <laughs> but it's the same thing when Obama's elected and, you know, the right wing people said that. It's like, well, this is what happened when you vote a socialist in. It's like, when, so I, I then, do think people on the left are more smug. But what, what, I, what, what I want to hear, though, or what I want to see is just just Trump's international relations with all these other countries, all these other diplomats that have to deal with him now. 
You just I mean, have he's to. not gonna he's not gonna win. But he's just, I know he's, he's down in every single poll. I know, but it just it, I just think it would just be hilarious because Hillary's gonna win. And it's just gonna be another boring four years status quo. Nothing's really gonna change. Gonna I mean, I think same. she's a, she's a full on criminal. I don't think it's gonna be boring. I don't think she's a criminal. She's completely a criminal. How is she? I mean, she's not murdering people, but she's she's breaking freedom of information laws, and she's like completely corrupt. I think they're all corrupt. You don't think Trump's corrupt? Not like the Clintons, dude. They're well, they're they are yeah. the like major leagues. I'm a I'm a Bernie bro. <laughs> I've, I registered. Uh, I was always registered no party preference because in California it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, uh, but I actually registered Libertarian this year. Did you vote for Bernie in the primaries? Uh, yeah, I don't like him, but I just hate. I, I it was a Hillary Clinton protest vote. Yeah, same with me. I mean, if I if I had to choose anybody, it would be Bernie. I just like the idea of Bernie. It's like cantankerous seven-year-old Jew. Jewish man <laughs> running the country. Familial oh, relations. Yeah, that's the best part about Larry David playing him on Saturday Night Live. Right. It just works. Have you ever followed the Twitter account Bernie Thoughts? No. <laughs> it's good. It's just like the kind of stuff that Bernie would think about everyday things, you know? <laughs> like what? Like just like TV, watching Game of Thrones. Obviously, now I can't think of one. Uh, it, like like it like one would be like. I always see <laughs> you always see ads for Sonic, but I've never seen a Sonic restaurant in real life. What is up with that? <laughs> you know what I mean? What is wrong with America? I mean, I would have loved to have seen the debates between Bernie and Trump, but I think Hillary well, remember, and Trump it, it, this will be is funny like too. A, this is like a Bernie thought from the Twitter account, but it, it was real. Remember when he got mad because there was too many kinds of deodorant? <laughs> that was an actual speech, a real Bernie speech. He's like, I go into the store and there's 50 kinds of deodorant. Is this really what America's about? I'm like, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody's getting worked up about it. You know, there's lots of different s- smells that people like. Brands. I just wonder if Trump, though, because, you know, Trump uh, is into personal attacks and attacks on people's character. Yeah. I wonder what, how he would have attacked Bernie. Just well, like, he was he was uh, complimenting Bernie because he knew he wasn't going to win. Because we're anti-establishment, to... we're outsiders. Right. Well, he's you know he's saying that a lot of Bernie's voters are going to vote for Trump because they don't like Hillary. Yeah, I don't know about that, so but maybe. Anyway, there, there are politics. a lot of disappointed Bernie. A lot has happened actually since you last been on the show. The rise yeah. of Donald Trump, Brexit. You know, Europe is, uh, or England's finally uh, becoming independent. I love all the Americans that have really strong opinions about the Brexit. About Brexit? As if they're affected in any way. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck? You know, but my, my opinion on it is like, sweet, I can go to the UK and our dollar's worth a lot more. Well, listen to this. My wife just went without me, by the way, and spent a bunch of fucking money like two <laughs> months before it happened. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, had she waited, waited like three months? Month. Yeah. I mean, it's like even flights are cheaper over there. Right. I actually kind of, I wouldn't mind, like they're saying that a lot of other countries are, you know, considering voting for their independence or having referendums. I actually wouldn't mind if we went back to the way it used to be. Nobody wants to be governed by like bureaucrats from Brussels. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I'd rather they have a law where if you're under eight years old, it's illegal to blow up a balloon. <laughs> to blow up a balloon? Yeah, it's illegal in the in the EU. It's illegal for kids under the age of eight to blow up a balloon. You know, you, you can see it's like a, somebody's somebody kid choked on a balloon and then they make it illegal because it's this, it's, you know, it's like the bubble wrapped world. I, approach. I think that's, I, th- I mean, I definitely think there's many benefits to it. I think it all comes down to immigration in the end. It's like the xenophobic British masses are basically, it's just, it's England just is just control. one huge red state. 
with it's the exception of London. But I don't know. And then it's the, what George you, Orwell was fighting in the Spanish Civil War for. Exactly. Self-control. So, self-control. Anarchy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's what's kind of funny now to me with this whole thing is the whole like they're calling it regret. And so now they've realized what they've done. <laughs> no, but nothing changed. Like, their whatever equivalent, like Dow Jones, went right back up to where it is. Our stock market went right back up to where it is a week later. Yeah, but the I guess pound the pound is, still, is down. Is still but, down. But there's benefits to having your currency be weak. Yeah, I think there's many benefits. Lot, to lots it. of tourists will come in. Their tourist industry will go way up. Their exports will be, you know, much more attractive. Yeah, wait till you get a shit few that more they want to import Americans. is going to shit that they were going to want to import is going to suck for them. Just you're going to have this influx of just fat Americans. Yeah. Going to check out the Tower of London. They're all fat, too. <laughs> but that's a, that's what, that's the thing. It's like they're becoming so much more like us. Right. Everybody it's not much is. of a difference. It's the way of the world. It is the way of the world. Um, but yeah, a lot, of ha- a lot has happened. Yeah, Donald Trump, Brexit, disappointed Bernie bros, Cersei, Queen of Westeros. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the Oakland PD sex I, I watched scandal. the last episode, but I was too drunk, and I only sort of vaguely remember what happened. Are we Did allowed you, to do spoilers? I, how, what's the show rule on that? I don't know. We probably... I mean, everyone's already seen it. I mean, if you open up uh, any browser online, there's like 30 different articles about Game I don't of really Thrones. I not talk about Game of Thrones. Yeah, anyways, yeah I'm not going to really talk about it. What I find funny about Game of Thrones, though, is when you meet somebody who's just kind of like... It's got this self-satisfied um, sentiment, like... Oh, yeah. I tell people I watch it, but I don't watch it. I don't have that much time to watch TV. Have you noticed that with, with Game of Thrones? Yeah, it's backlash. There's just a lot of these like self-satisfied uh, hipster people. They're just like, yeah, you know, I don't have time to watch TV like that, to binge watch a show. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's good. I've heard it's good. I, you know, maybe people say I'd like it, but... yeah. <laughs> That's when you. That's when you got to be like, really? I I didn't. Did your novel come out already? Or I, I didn't notice it. <laughs> oh, really? You just sit around picking your ass the whole time. I, yeah, I think, I think that show's enjoyable. I, like I read a lot it. of books, Harry Potter and such. It takes a lot of my time. It does kind of annoy me though. Just this, uh, just being inundated with all these fucking articles about it, and how everyone's so obsessed about that show. It's like, pff, all right, it's fun. It's just a fucking TV show, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, move on with your life, people. Yeah, but you anyway. should be listening to more podcasts. Yeah, listen to more podcasts. God damn it! But anyway, the one thing I actually kind of wanted to chat with you about being that uh, I have, it's been a while since I've been up to the Bay Area. It has been a little while, and uh, you know you're um, pretty active in the Bay Area scene. Have uh, Have you been reading about the Oakland PD sex scandal that's going on right now? Yeah, a little bit. The sex scandal, scandalous. It. I guess I wasn't, I mean, I'm not interested when somebody's like, oh, a cop fucked a prostitute. <laughs> Gee. Yeah, but what about 30 cops? No, but what was funny prostitute? is they, 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 Oakland had like five different police chiefs in the space of like one month. Like they, they'd be like, okay, okay, okay. We got it under control. We pointed this new guy. And then literally three days later, they'd be like, oh, that guy's corrupt. And there's a sex scandal. He's fired. Yeah, but was the, were the police chiefs involved with this prostitute? Or were they like pardoning different officers or, or, uh, I think what's happening is there's like three or four cops that were directly involved as prostitute. And then maybe like the first two got fired because like they knew about it, but then, but now it's off the rails. Right. And like the third guy, they're like dug up some other sex scandal from his past, which wasn't nearly as bad as this one. It was something like he cheated on his wife with like a, another 
you know, employee of the department who wasn't underage or wasn't a prostitute. He's just, but, but like, they're so hypersensitive. They're like, Oh, you gotta go too. you know, the next one they'll be like, Oh, he jacked off to a playboy once he's gone. <laughs> you know, like, Whoa, Hey, come on. We're going a little overboard here. So a little background on this story. Um, this underage, well, she was underage for, for some of the, uh, some of the police misconduct yeah. here, but as uh, happens with most prostitutes, she became of age at some point. Yeah, so this uh, this Bay Area police sex scandal started because Celeste, Celeste Guap, I think that's her pseudonym here, is a teenage prostitute who exposed her relationship with deceased Oakland police officer Brendan O'Brien uh, just opened up this rabbit hole of police misconduct. misconduct. It's, al- it's alleged that she'd had sex with more than 30 officers, including four when she was under the age of 18. We should point out, too, I don't, people might not know this, but Oakland has like a massive prostitution industry i guess i was gonna say problem but whatever is this still that massive now i mean it's with, massive with like and street hookers yes and it's it's well it's street hookers and, and just call girls but they're not like uh you know like the glamorous las vegas prostitute or bunny ranch i mean these are like these are often like immigrants or all you know invariably poor uh you know, girls, often immigrants, and they're just, yeah, they're, and they're all grabbed off the street. You know, they're runaways when they're underage. And they, and they have pimps. And well, it's they been... all have pimps. I mean, it's just, the, the business is made of pimps. It's not made of Well, I was wondering, because, I mean, when uh, when I used to work at the East Bay Express back in, like, was it, aught four, aught five, mm-hmm. or aught six, or whatever, around the mid, mid-2000s, uh, we would have, like, all those ads. I had to prepare all those hooker ads. This is ads a major, the... I mean, it's a, it's not a newspaper. It was a major alternative weekly that you see everywhere and everybody reads. And it's just an open thing in the back of it. It's like it just, all these ads for prostitutes. It's the list of hookers. And these pimps well, would come How did they in. get by with it? They called it massage or something? You know, or, like, I, escort? Like, oh, I'll just come and go to dinner with you. Yeah, I just thought it was, like, they just said it was escorts. And you can come and these pimps would come in every Monday before right. before the deadline, the curfew, and they would come in and they'd bring like, you know, four different hookers with them. And it was just like just accepted. And I, I thought it was kind of weird. I was like, oh, well, you know, this is back in the day. But now that Oakland, you know, the Bay Area has become this down. like Silicon Valley and it's so gentrified, I figured they would like, you know, tighten up on this prostitution thing. But you're no. saying it's just as bad, if not worse. No, it's still there. I mean, Oakland isn't part of Silicon Valley. And even yeah, the, the parts of Oakland that are gentrified are small. There's still like, you know, all of East Oakland and San Pablo Ave. You just drive down and look at hookers. It's yeah, funny. But what's the average home price on San Pablo Avenue? It drops off considerably when you hit San Pablo Avenue and oh, oh now I'm in West Oakland, you know. It's it's high, but it's not a million dollars. In East Oakland, you can still get houses for you know, two hundred thousand. You better have bars on your window, like a shotgun and a giant <laughs> Rottweiler. A bull, yeah, or a Rottweiler or something. Um, Especially as being like you know the only white person on the block, you're gonna be have a big target painted on your head. <laughs> so this is kind of what I like about this story is it harkens back to you know the the golden days of uh, of. Uh, of police of policing and the police departments back when it was kind of like a fraternity thing when everyone's kind of a bro and they go out and they'd be corrupt and there's one police all, all chief the, and all the cops are bros 
Yeah, but it, it used to, it, it kind of changed a little bit after like things became more liberal and there's like liberal watchdogs watching. Yeah. See, back in like the 70s, you know, in Manhattan or Chicago, you could just go shake down, you oh, know, they're all Irish. Yeah. Cops, they're all Irish. They're all like, you know, uh, being paid off and and uh, and they're all corrupt. And it was just like, you know, what, what was that show? Was it Serpico, the movie with um, Pacino? Yeah. He was the only honest one. Yeah, he was the only honest one. It, it's like back, like the, back, back then. And then all of a sudden it kind of changed in the 2000s and 90s because, you know, now it's like there's all these watchdog groups that are changing. It's like you're in the liberal Bay Area. But this kind of, you know, this is kind of like the good old days. You know, back when they're like, you know, all banging the same prostitute and high fiving each other <laughs> yeah, no, and then covering did, it up. If you read the article, that jumps out at you. They're all just openly banging the same prostitute. None of them seem to like think it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I find funny about it. And the whole reason this even happened. Have you ever have you ever even just dated a girl that like previously dated like a guy you know like one of your friends? Even if it was like years ago, it's always just like, uh me I don't and really uh, think about it too much. Me and Sleazy E shag the same bird. <laughs> Actually, me, Sleazy E, and Joe Kelly all shag the same bird. Jesus. Yeah, and it's just kind of gross. What was the sequence? Uh, I was first. I got oh. there first, and See, then Sleazy then, E did. Yeah. And I think, or maybe it was Joe and then Sleazy E. I'm not quite sure. But yeah, we all kind of banged the same bird, but within the span of a few years. Still, even that's weird. But these cops are just like, oh, did I give you this Celeste's phone number? Yeah, they're, they're passing She's it around. Good to go. But here's okay. the here's the Fair retarded enough. thing about it, and this is why I think cops are just retarded in general. It's like so this guy's having a sexual relationship with a fucking teenager. I mean, she's under eighteen, and so he kind of stops the relationship, and then she just starts desperately drunk and you know drunk dialing him, mm-hmm. freaking out because he's not answering her phone calls, and then uh, she you sends a guy don't give a prostitute your actual cell phone number. Yeah, and then it put a teenager mistake. too. She sends a guy a screenshot of a message she sent to the Oakland police sergeant that deal, detailed her affairs with him and several other officers. And this exposed this whole scandal, and which caused uh, Officer O'Brien to commit suicide. And in <laughs> his suicide note, he he named three fellow officers that were also involved in having a sexual relationship with uh, Celeste Guap. Grass, snitch. Snitching on these guys. That would be the worst. Like, if in a suicide note, it's like, okay, you, you know, I had sex with her, but so did these three other guys. Wouldn't you be like, I have no idea what he's talking about. In my suicide note, I'm just making up a bunch of shit about all you motherfuckers. <laughs> and I'd be like, and Officer Riley, he's gay. He sucks out black guys. <laughs> yeah, no. What are they going to do? <laughs> no, like, I no, didn't. Dude, no, I didn't. I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's what you would say. <laughs> so now the uh, DA launched an investigation to O'Brien's suicide, and the Suspicious circumstances surrounding the death of his wife, you know, after um, this is, uh, yeah, his wife actually committed suicide, committed quote unquote suicide. They think there might have been a cover up. She might have even known about this. Hmm. So they killed her. Um, but the three corrupt cops here were just the tip of the iceberg. Turns out that uh, Guap has implicated officers from seven police agencies, 16 from Oakland, six from Richmond, four from Alameda. Three from San Francisco, one from Livermore, and one from the U.S. military's Defense Logistics Agency. (laughs) It probably has something to do with the Coast Guard. There's Coast Guard stations here. But what's crazy about it, and, you know, she's somewhat attractive. I mean, in some of the pictures... For an Oakland prostitute, she's attractive. She kind of looks like a a down-market Lady Gaga. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. Do you think she has fake tits or are those real? 
I think they're real and they're pretty amazing. I mean, she has some kind of a, you know, super magic bra thing going on, but I think they're real. Yeah, they look at least like, uh, you know, sea cups. I'll have to post <laughs> a picture. You're an idiot. Why are you so bad with numbers and what, what do you think? Those are C's? These are, though, these are like, these are like F's or G's. They're not that big. Yes, they are. All right, I'm about to look at another picture of this one. They look like they're big C's, like C's, D's. That's what I would say. Maybe, is she three feet tall? (laughs) Maybe maybe I'm off at the scale of these photos. All right, send me the picture you're looking at, and I'm going to post that to the site. Just just Google image Celeste Guap, and it's like the first seven are all of her big boobs. But what's crazy about her, what you kind of touched on before, is the sexual misconduct here spread through the ranks from street cops to like bureaucratic police officers. I mean, she claims she had sex with sergeants, captains, and even a police dog handler. Like, why well, are these at guys? This point, at this point, she's like, you know, she's writing this. She's famous now. I mean, she could be the ne- she could parlay this into like being the next, you know, Paris Hilton. <laughs> if she if she worked her cards right. I bet you she's. I bet you she can rap. She looks like she can rap. Maybe she should be like a Nicki Minaj type of performer. I don't know about that, but I mean, if I were her, I would definitely be like call, getting a publicist or agent on the line. She should definitely like, write look. a book. I mean, you'd think that would be she coming. She get a reality show. Yeah, she could. Yeah, The Streets um, of Oakland. What I don't Life get about it, prostitute. though, is why don't these guys go and fuck other prostitutes? There are other prostitutes they probably in are. Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but if, okay, if all of my friends were fucking this one prostitute, I think I'd be like, yeah, you know what? I don't know if I want their sloppy sevenths. I think I'm going to go and find this other one that's equally as attractive. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just kind of weird that they all are like, I got to give this one a ride. I think this one, if you read the text and the articles, I mean, she's really, it seems like she's very forward. And one of these cops was living in his car. And like she was banging him in his car, and ima- you know, imagine you're the kind of cop who's living in your car, and then this prostitute. I mean, let's say she, let's take the underage thing out of it. Let's say she was 18 at the time, because I think she was at some of the time. She was. No, she, yeah, there's only. And she comes guy. over to your car and she's like, "Hey, baby, I'm here. Let's bang." Are you gonna be like, "Oh no, be gone"? <laughs> you're gonna be like, I, uh, "Okay." I think if I was a cop, I would know that it's wrong to have sex with prostitutes, but I don't know. But I don't think she it, she wasn't necessarily um, they weren't paying her. I mean, she's Some of a prostitute, did, but they right. weren't always paying her to have sex. So then, then what's going on? Well, that's the thing. She was doing it for police. She was like, "Oh, well, I know if I bang these cops, if I'm ever busted for actual prostitution, I'm just going to name drop this, and I'm not going to get taken out of the station." She says that in one of the articles. Well, I think there was extortion involved, but I think yeah. there's also they had quid pro quo relationships. Like, you know, I'll have sex with you, but you got to give me protection or you got to give me, you got to inform me about police yeah. investigations. I guess that's when you realize that it's a dumb idea as a cop to have sex with a prostitute, even if you're not paying her. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh, she had not going to go well for my career. Yeah. Like she had them like, uh, and, and she, they would give her warnings about impending sting operations, access to confidential databases. She even said this uh, in an interview. She said, their perks become your perks. They have resources. They can run things for you. They can find out shit about anybody. So I'll, but I'll say this. this too: if you, if anybody's like watched police procedurals, uh, you know, cops do have confidential informants, and this is how you get a confidential informant. You know, you be nice to somebody who's on the wrong side of the law. Yeah, this is. I mean, I mean, they groomed her. So I feel like a, maybe some of these guys this. are getting caught up, and they had a legitimate, you know, interest in being friendly to this person. 
I think that's like, what like one of the cops with seemed like it, it wasn't any proof that he had, he had sex with her, but you know he's being implicated at this point. Well, she she kind of gets into some lurid details. She said that uh, um, she she said that, uh, that the police dog handler. She goes, there was this one time we dated in the car, dated, and he had his canine watching us from the back seat. That's perverse. <laughs> Do you think the dog's trained to be a lookout, like bark if someone's coming? Yeah, probably. Hecubus wouldn't be able to do that. Hecubus sucks. Like, I have to lock him out of the room. He'll jump on my back. Like, while, while you're while, having sex? While I'm having sex and just kind of sit there. I like that it's a consideration that you wouldn't put him out of the room while you're having sex. Well, no, usually, okay, Hecubus can open doors, so he can push the doors open Great. and my locks kind of suck. So unless I, like, sh- you know, lock the door and, like, you know, move, the, shimmy the handle so the door handle so it's it's completely locked, the cat mm. could get in if he Maybe wanted to. you should to. get a dumber animal. <laughs> But is that technically a menage a trois? No. At that point? No. No, but you're going to get your balls scratched. Plus, it's just weird for the pet. <laughs> it is weird for the pet. I mean, pet. if, you're, it's if weird your girlfriend had, a, had a, like a toddler, would you leave it in the room? No, I, I, I don't even like an animal in the room when I'm masturbating. But <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, it's just, I'm just saying, I think if you... Neither do I, but I'm, I get much more lax on those rules, I will admit. <laughs> so <laughs> like, wait, wait, what, what about the, uh, what, what's your dog's name again? Wayne. Wayne. So do you leave Wayne in the room or do you lock him in the kitchen when you have sex? No, we lock him out of the room. Does he bark outside or scratch on the yeah, door? Yeah, but I don't give a shit at that point. <laughs> you just turn up the music, turn up the, the no, Randy no. Newman. I do not have louder. sex to music. What am I in college? Ooh, I'm going to put on some sweet jams while we bang. You're done when the song is only like a quarter over. <laughs> you just sit there and listen to the rest of it. Wait, this is the good part. That's why I don't like to put music on because I don't want the girl to like gauge. You. Yeah, I don't want her to time like in part, you know, part of the song. She's like, you're done before the chorus started. It's like, <laughs> shut up. I tried to last to the bridge. I was going for the bridge. Um, so anyway, she was saying that uh, she would get texts like, I'm an Oakland cop too. And they would straight up be like, oh yeah, my friends told me about you. Mm. So I mean, I just, Kinda cops dumb. are retarded, dude. It's just like, they're like, oh, there's this hot, you know, underage prostitute. She's sucking dick. You guys should try it out. And they're just like, all right, sweet. The problem is you need meatheads to be cops. <laughs> I mean, you can't have every cop, you know, be some pencil necked geek. Who's like all about being like a, you know, social justice warrior. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, you I mean, the, do you, you, do you the remember bruisers. the, do you remember the police chief in Oakland? The Heather Fong? Just oh, like, yeah. She was like a 91 pound Asian lady. Like, and she put the chief's hat on. They could never get a hat that fit her like weird small head. So she <laughs> always looked like somebody in costume, like a child. And she never spoke because I'm, you know, because she didn't have like a commanding speaking voice. And she was just ineffectual. How long was she right. police chief for? A long time. Hmm. It seemed like six years or something. Which is, is that, a long time to be a police chief in a big city because there's always political issues and people are trying to force you out. Yeah, but the Oakland writers were uh, operating during her her reign as as a police chief. No, right? no, 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 no. I thought the writers were first of all. She was in SF. Oh, and, and that was, was that was before oh, okay. our time. And Heather Fong was just uh, just before the current chief that just got ousted in SF. Anyways, I'm just saying it's an example of like they went too far. They they were like, well, we're gonna get an Asian. She, she thinks she was a lesbian, like an Asian lesbian, small, you know, non-threatening woman to be the woman, chief yeah. of police, and it's just like ugh, that doesn't work. So you're you saying, have to have some meat-headedness in the police department. You're saying you have to have a Russell Crowe type. Yeah, the, you can have like there. one, you know, nice pencil-necked geek. You know who's who's very upstanding and and eloquent, but he has to have like five guys that are gonna 
they're yeah. bruisers. Yeah, be they can, intimidating. Like, take care of business. Yeah, because yeah. then 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 the ne'er do wells have won. Because yeah, how are we going to match up against them? <laughs> <laughs> so Guap has turned her cell phone data over to police because they were just texting her right off from their personal cell phones. They are pretty dumb. Yeah, and the information contains officers' names text messages in some instances photos of the officers having sex with her <laughs> so she's just taking selfies with their dicks in her mouth i mean it sounds so when like you get a head and he's, and he's and he's banging his head gets even meatier and he just doesn't know what's going on like why wouldn't you be like don't don't take photos of us while we're banging yeah at least or, even i know that's dumb but you know in call the her from a payphone. <laughs> you know it's just like they're sending her they're sexting with a 16 year old Right. Guapa had sex with police officers for the first time when she was 16, a man she described as, quote unquote, her boyfriend and a friend of her mother, who is a dispatcher in the Oakland PD. Oh, right. I yeah. missed that part, that her mom actually works for PD. And the officer said, uh, hurry up and turn 18. I don't think he really cared all that, that that's much. That's the pencil neck geek one. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, when you're 18, give me a call back. All the other ones are into it. This, this is great. DA inspector and one-time Oakland police captain Rick Orozco once wrote a Facebook message to her that said, I would love your taco. <laughs> that might be a legitimate text. <laughs> she looks like she might have a good taco recipe. Yeah, do you think she uh, just, you know, this is just completely benign? He's like, See, I, that I, guy's I smart. He's, he's, using, he's using code at least. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with tacos? Don't you like tacos? So um, they've concluded, uh, Alameda County Sheriff's Office has included internal investigation. They've cleared four officers of wrongdoing, finding that the relationship between Guap and those officers occurred when she was of age, were consensual, and no money was exchanged. I'm sure their wives also cleared them of any wrongdoing <laughs> when they found out. <laughs> Do you imagine? Yeah. But, um, Police officers typically have t- horrible, you know, marriages. And believe it or not, Guap actually continues to work a corner in East Oakland. So uh, you can still go out there and score. You can go find her right now. Yeah. And despite her refusal to give up officers' names, she feels that the police have turned their backs on her. I'm t- I, I mean, I, if she's smart, she's trying to get a reality show right now. I'm just surprised they haven't had her murdered. Well, I mean, you know? that's why she's smart, too, because she's like, well, I'm going to get my name out there, and now, now they can't murder me. I mean, if she's murdered now... Even if she was murdered in some random act of street violence, all these cops would be implicated, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess she has to, she, she has to protect herself, but right. but at the same time... It's I the mean, opposite of, you know, in the, in the wil- world of the wild wilderness camouflage, this is like the opposite of camouflage. It's like peacockery, yeah. safety by peacock. You know, now she's, she's exposed herself. all over the, the but, media. Yeah, exposed others now. But you'd she's think, protected. I mean, the, the cops would just go pay a crackhead to murder her. But yeah, they could probably find out. <laughs> then they'll all be on trial like you played a crackhead to murder her. Yeah. I bet Nobody's going to figure that out. Yeah, but we're not, we're not dealing with what's, rocket what's, scientists Yeah, but no, here. but what's scary is, is just if a crackhead actually were to murder her, then all these cops are like, fuck, it's going to look like we paid that crackhead to murder her. I'm just, just saying we're not dealing with like, you know, Machiavellian rocket scientists like these guys text this girl saying, I love your taco on her Facebook page posting. Co- it's like, Once I'm surprised again, that could be the completely legitimate, friendly message. I'm just surprised they haven't tried to run over her in their car, yeah. their police cruiser or something. But who knows? It's just good to know that she's out there still working. Maybe she's offering Fourth of July discounts. Yeah. Check it out, people. Good old, good old classic corruption in the Oakland PD. 
It's, it's comforting. Uh, people, this is episode 539 here, Sick and Wrong. Uh, send your news stories, Sick and Wrong Podcast at Hotmail.com. We might read them on the show, depending if they're good or not. Uh, we have uh, news coming up next, phone calls. And uh, before that, though, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. The first story here came in from Chris. He says, deep down, I really need a fistful of steel on this one. You know, um, be careful what you ask for, Chris. I'm sure steel will probably uh, record a rant about this. Did you ever uh, read steel's Facebook page? Um, not frequently. I think, you know, once in a while I'll, I'll decide to go over there and check it out and I'll read like all of them once, once a year or something. He's prolific though. He's prolific. Like he writes, he probably uh, delivers like several rants a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he he like cherry picks the best ones to uh, do when he you know because we only do like three of them here on Fistful of Steel. But uh, you know, I'm surprised he hasn't had one on uh, on this this story. So Michael Jackson had a trove of gruesome porn, including animal torture. You know, I think you're right on that one there, Wackerly. Did you? You've always condemned Michael Jackson. You've never liked him. I th- you were saying this before the show, and I think this came up in the context of. Uh bill cosby right and i've always been like bill cosby needs to get a real trial you know i think he's being you know i think he was a piece of shit but i think uh there was a lot of consensual hanky panky going on and i don't know maybe he raped one or two but not 40 women (laughs) piling on anyways but you said uh, the same thing with Michael. But you I said, you just, well, no. And you said, well, how do you apply oh, that to okay. Michael Jackson? I said, no, because the guy's clearly like a big pervert. But there was never, I mean, he there never, never really trial, went to trial. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, with the same logic, you know, maybe a couple times he yeah. I think I'm racist against white people is the problem. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> but I think you might be right, though. I think uh, your allegations have been confirmed here. A newly like surfaced police cents. report. Filed by the Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Department details a stockpile of gruesome porn found at his Neverland Ranch. Um, they they claim that this porn could be used as part of a grooming process, and uh, are able to lower the inhibitions of their intended victims and facilitate the molestation of said victims. So maybe Class, this was his guy. instrument. Yeah. Which you know, I mean, th- this could happen. I mean, he hung out with children in the Neverland Ranch. I'm sure. What do you think they did? Do you think they just played Nintendo games? <laughs> or do you think that they looked at numerous books, magazines, and photographs that featured nude or partially clothed children, as well as children's faces morphed onto adult bodies? <laughs> um, Jackson also had a box of photos of his nephews and members of the band 3T. I don't even know what that band is. Have you heard of that? 3T? No. Is it Tito's band? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know. Maybe they're Tito's kids bands or something. I don't yeah, know. They're all dressed in limited clothing and various provocative poses hmm. here. So um, uh, they also found that he had a collection of sexually explicit images of blood, gore, animal sacrifice, and perverse adult sex acts that they, they claim that he used to bend children to his will. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Like, it, 
so, so what is the point here? Like, he's going to share these images, this animal torture and other gruesome images, imagery, just to make you feel, like, less shocked me? by when he shoves his <laughs> dick in your mouth. <laughs> Why me? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's just desensitizing kids. So I wonder if he, like, came up with this technique through trial and error. <laughs> Like there are certain things he I, I couldn't think show. It's, I think it's standard operating procedure for pedos. You think all pedos just go through and show pictures of animal sacrifice? I there's probably a forum out there where they talk about it. There's like a pedo manual. Like if if you want to start desensitizing kids, you got to start with uh, some classic satanic imagery, some there's animal sacrifice. Meetings. Yeah, you mean, yeah. I'm sure there's like a, a technique to it. Yeah. But you think uh, Jackson would have... They discuss difficult cases they have. This little Billy (laughs) just doesn't seem to be disgusted by anything. Do you think uh, Jackson, like, had to consult a child whisperer? It's like, oh, no, well, okay, you have an unruly one there. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, but, you know, he probably did. Consultant. Um, They found... The world of rich people is not the world we live in. There probably are child porn You tell your manservant, I need you to find me a consultant. Then they probably go to the dark web to find one. You know, the manservant goes on the dark web. Michael Jackson doesn't know how to use the internet. This kind of surprised me, though. They found large amounts of commercial porn, like Hustler and Barely Legal. I'm surprised that... uh, You know, I don't think Michael Jackson actually read Barely Legal, but it's probably he could use that to show the kids, though. Right. And do you think Michael Jackson went into a gas station and bought porn? No. Once again, he sends his manservant, and, and he's just like, yeah, "I need some porno magazines." And the manservant's like, "Well, what do you want?" Just, I don't, don't bother me with that. I just go get some porno <laughs> magazines. So the manservant just goes and he just buys everything because it's not like he's paying for it, and it's not like he wants to come back and have Michael Jackson be like, "I don't, this is not the one I want." You're just like, "I'm just gonna buy them all." And it just I comes back with a big stack, right? Like, well, do you which ones of these do you like? You know, that is kind of a classic grooming technique, though, because I bet you those kids would be like, what is this? Oh, it's just, you know, we can start with just heterosexual porn magazines. (laughs) We don't need to go step by step through the grooming process. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I bet you it started with that. And then he's like, "Okay, now we're at an advanced level. And that's when he pulls out the animal sacrifice and the the other shit. Yeah, I'm sure that's how it works. So uh, Jackson was charged, but he was never convicted. He was charged, uh, I think the, he faced 20 years in prison at one point, but was acquitted in 2005 and reportedly paid out $200 million in hush money to all his victims. So I don't know if this proves that he's a pedo, but I think everyone just kind of knows he was a pedo and just <laughs> yeah, accepted he, it. If you have child, actual child porn in your stash, doesn't that prove it? Well, they didn't find actual child porn. Oh, they didn't. I no. thought they did. No, there's no child porn in here. Or what, you know, what we... You mean what, there's no, like, full nude child, child genitalia pictures? Yeah, what would legally be defined oh. as child porn was I thought not the article found. that I read said there that was there. No, they said that uh, they did not find any actual child... Well, that would meet the legal definition of child porn. They did not find that. But they <laughs> found a lot of other gruesome images he and a lot of other porn. Then. You're right. So <laughs> I'm not sure if he's innocent, but um, I did read something else kind of funny about him is you do know that Prince and Michael Jackson had a rivalry going on. 
Yeah, well, well they never Michael liked Jackson was the king of pop, and I'm sure that burned Prince's ass. I'm sure Prince is really upset about it. Pop. What was, did Prince have a nickname like that? I don't I don't remember. Is he one. the Prince of Pop? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sucks. I mean, if there's the king and then you're the prince. Just and I'm sure he, yeah, I'm sure that that definitely irked him. But apparently there's a lot of different tales and rumors and stories that go out about how Prince used to fuck with Michael Jackson. Uh, apparently there's a game of ping pong, a heated game of ping pong that Prince was playing with Jackson. And Jackson uh, got really upset, slammed the paddle down, walked out of the room, and Prince was gloating. Sore. On top of everything else, he's a sore loser. <laughs> well, Prince was then gloating. Did you see that? He plays like Helen Keller. <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, I guess uh, Jackson sought to collaborate with Prince on the song Bad. Remember Bad? Yeah. Uh, Prince not only rejected the offer, he mockingly re-recorded the song and sent it back to Michael Jackson. Hmm. I would love to That's hear that. That's got to be worth some money if you get a copy of that. Of his mocking, yeah, he was mocking the song Bad. Yeah. Uh, Jackson attended a Prince concert just recently in 2006, and Prince came out into the audience, walked right up to Jackson, and aggressively played the bass in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson used to say about Prince, he was so rude, one of the rudest people I've ever met. Prince is very competitive. He's been very mean and nasty to my family. Right. You have sex with children, though. <laughs> so. I bet you... I'd like, I'd like to have somebody who has sex with children, like, saying how big of a dick I am. It just makes you look better, right? I bet you Prince knew that. He thought he was a freak. Yeah. I'm hey, sure yeah. Prince knew it. He probably did. I, think it was I mean, he around. would be in a better position to know it than anybody else, right? Well, yeah, because, I mean, they're, they're privy to this, this knowledge. The I mean, world they're rivals. of the pop star. You know, that would be an interesting movie. You know, did you see that, uh, that new show that's coming out with Danny McBride, The Vice Principals? Yeah. It's on HBO. I'm surprised they don't come out with a, a rivalry movie about Prince versus Michael Jackson, <laughs> like Batman versus Superman or something. Huh. Or maybe like The Odd Couple, like they live together. <laughs> I just would think, I would <laughs> like to see, I would think culminating in a battle. Who do you think mm. would have won? Prince. Prince. I think. But Prince is smaller. Yeah, but Michael Jackson's just a brittle pussy. Well, we think that, but who knows? You know, behind closed doors with a group of children. Anything. Who knows? <laughs> who knows what he can do? Anyway, you have a story here. What do just you have? light his hair on fire. <laughs> Run away. My story comes from Seattle, and it's about a grocery store. Grocery store? Yeah. A Ralph's? Um, no, it's a quality food center. I had to look it up because I wanted to know if it was, uh, you know, one of those, like, super hippie gro- grocery stores, but it looks to just be, like, a standard sort of chain in Seattle. Like Rainbow Grocery. Have you ever been there in SF? No, I have not. I don't, but no, I have not. I think I've walked by it and like, yeah, you're like, wow, that looks like a pear probably costs $5. Yeah. It's like all this organic, like organic fruit, vegetables. Yeah. Right. Just everybody, like all the women in there have uh, massive armpit hair and smell like patchouli. And the level of smell. Not really appetizing. That's the other reason not to go. <laughs> Suffocating in. the smug levels. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so this is just a normal grocery store, but um, Christian Fisher which is a song by Night Ranger. <laughs> it's also this guy's name. Uh, who's 31. He entered the quality food center market uh, and he went to the self-checkout scanner, which is weird because usually you go get things and then take them to the self-checkout scanner, right? 
Yeah, you do know, you use do you do you usually do the self checkout scanner? Like, if you had the option of going to a cashier or going to the self checkout, do you just do that to avoid human contact? Yes, of course. Except the California being the land of regulation and fucking like making everything difficult for normal, you know, citizens. A couple years back, said made it so the grocery stores you can't check out alcohol at yeah. the self scanner. So every time I go to the grocery store, I'm at least like getting beer or some wine, and then like I want to go to the self checkout scanner, but like no, now I'm behind the old lady with like seven thousand dollars worth of groceries being checked out. Well, that, that's what happens. And she's she, writing though. a check, by the way. <laughs> What's the date? <laughs> Can I write this for five dollars more and get the change back? <laughs> Fuck. I have a coupon. <laughs> um, I'm either buying beer or wine too. And so it's like you go through the self-checkout and it is much quicker. I'd prefer to use that. But then when you get to the point where it's alcohol and it's like, you know, wait for an attendant. And then you got to wait for like Gloria oh, Rodriguez. They do that, don't they? And that takes way longer uh, than just waiting behind the old lady. Well, because it's like, you know, Gloria Rodriguez is out somewhere like, you know, smoking a cigarette or whatever she's doing. Oh, no. What here's frequently what she's doing is helping the other person at the other self-checkout who's like way too dumb to be doing self-checkout. <laughs> you should have to get like a, a special card that allows you to use the self-checkout that's like, you know, that states like, no, my IQ is above 80. I can figure out how to use the scanner because there's somebody that, you know, always and they have like they have 500 things and they decide to use the self-checkout and the first first thing that they try and scan somehow they fucked it up and like the machine's broken now and uh, gloria rodriguez has got to spend like 15 minutes helping that woman try and use the self-checkout or they're trying to buy produce and they have to look it up because it's like right. broccoli you know weighs this much you got to use the button right. you got to know the alphabet because yeah. you have to like <laughs> you know go alphabetically to the b's and they're completely bewildered and right. they're sitting there just wasting your time and uh, it's, it's it's very aggravating well and then the new thing here i don't know if it's made its way to la yet is uh you know you have to pay for they can't give you free bags anymore <laughs> so everybody has to bring their <laughs> yeah, 10 cents own you have to or you have to bring your own bag uh and then that's a whole issue because you've got to like if anybody's worked in a grocery store, tear out the bag. T A R E. Is that are you saying? You got to like uh, pull. You got to put out the bag and, down and, and then yeah. tell the computer like that's not an item. That's my fucking hippie bag that I brought with me. <laughs> so that's all. That's made it exponentially more difficult for the people who couldn't even figure it out before. No, no, it's yeah. I, I feel like it, I feel like people over sixty should not be allowed to use those machines. Right. People who have English as a second language should, should not, not be, be allowed, allowed to use the machines. <laughs> um, people with no credit card shouldn't be allowed to use the machine. Exactly. Yeah. I, I forgot where we were going with this. Anyway, there's a guy <laughs> at a grocery store using a self-checkout machine. This might make you give you another reason not to use the self-checkout, by the way. Hmm. So he goes up there and immediately asks the lady to come over, you know, needs help. Gloria Rodriguez or whatever. summons Gloria. Right. And so she comes over and she sees that his penis was out on the stand. All right. I'm she reacted with surprise. surprise. <laughs> I'm never using a self-checkout scanner again. Right. Because you can like do that there. You really want to eat some plums that have been on that thing where some guy had his plums on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put my bananas where some guy had his banana. So she reacted with surprise, which caused Christian Fisher to laugh. <laughs> <That's my dick. laughs> 
<laughs> She's playing right into his game. Then she called over a male coworker, or actually a male coworker walked by and saw like something's going on, and she's like, looks like she's uncomfortable. And so he came over, and then he sees that his penis was resting on top of the scanner. Was and he was laughing, and he did not make any attempts to stow away his blatantly exposed genitalia. Was the male coworker like, God damn, dude, you have a huge dong? Yeah, I, <laughs> that's a good point. Because I can't just see myself, like, flopping my dick on the scanner. I'd have to be, like, squatted down and, like, leaned forward. It'd be very awkward. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think some a considerable amount of fluffing would be involved for me to even get hard enough to flop. But then if you get too hard, you've got to, like... <laughs> Like, you're like holding it down with your hand. Check this out. I'm scanning my dick. It's like pissing with a morning. Can I get wood. a price check on this baloney? <laughs> it's like pissing with morning wood. You're like trying to shove it down, like no, yeah. and pointing it into the toilet. But this, like, this guy's kind of like Milton Berle. Yeah. And I, and it's shoving his like you know flopping out his dick on a cocktail at a cocktail right. party. Did like he the used drummer to do that? from Motley, Motley Crue. What was his name? Tom, Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee, he could do it. Like, this guy has a cock of Tommy Lee proportions. <laughs> I mean, I wonder, like, I mean, obviously he's laughing because he's getting, you know, he's getting the result. He wants the exclamation, yeah. the surprise, and the shock. But I'd be like, Jesus, dude. That homeless yeah. guy has a huge dick. <laughs> he, f- he fled the business finally after, like, just having his dick out and staring at the employees for a little while. <laughs> uh, before the cops arrived, because they did call the cops. Hmm. But... Like, this is a Sherlock Holmes thing. He returned to the market several hours later. Returns to the scene of the crime. <laughs> crime. And the funny thing is, because I looked it up online, there's, like, several of these quality food centers, like, you know, all over the place. It's like Safeway up here. Like, every every couple blocks, there's another one. Like, why didn't you just go to a different one? Yeah, why go, why go back to the he same back one? back to the same one. I guess he liked this lady. Oh, yeah. He's probably into Gloria. She's probably he, hot. He ignored employee demands to leave. Which don't demand that he leaves. You gotta be like, oh, have you seen these deals? As you call the cops, because like you know the cops didn't catch him last time. You want to keep him there. Um, but then he got into a shoving match with security. Yeah, why didn't security do something Where to was initially? Security yeah. Before? yeah, I know. What the were fuck? they you doing? Have one job to keep this kind of shit from happening, and they're like back there eating free grapes off the stand. <laughs> And not to mention, what does security really do at a grocery store? Probably well, once one one in every forty customers tries to shoplift. Right. You know, I mean, they're probably not doing much. And you see some greasy homeless guy coming in, you follow him around. Right. Make sure he's not putting his dick Profiling. on the scanner. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and by the way, since you don't have anything to do after you get rid of him, like get out the Windex and clean that thing off. <laughs> you know what I don't understand about this guy? Why the scanner? Why not just go to the produce section and put in it amongst the cucumbers or the something? Bananas, yeah. And then just wait for like the, the produce lady to come around. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's what he was coming back to do. <laughs> go to the Twinkies. You know, I mean, there's other, there's other areas that are less conspicuous. Um, he, he, did, he fled the thing again, or they escorted him out, and then I guess he just walked out of the parking lot. But then cops did find him somewhere, and uh, they determined that it was the same guy. But he, he became agitated and yelled, I didn't whip my cock out. <laughs> Clearly he did. <laughs> Look, we've got the scan here. <laughs> Invalid object. Yeah, that would have been funny if he was trying to, like, with his hand, like, push on the screen, like, trying to find <laughs> penis. Just going through the pictures yeah. of the produce. There's Wait a minute, is this an here. organic penis or non-organic? <laughs> Organic's much more expensive. So what's he charged with? Is he charged with something? Well, I just think it's indecent exposure. 
Hmm. Uh, but he's been, it's his fourth arrest this month for burglary, assault, obstruction. So. Wow. All right. But here's the, here's the, uh, <laughs> the end of the story completely takes the wind out of the sails. Last month, an Ohio man was arrested after he allegedly stripped naked and defecated on the self-checkout scan. <laughs> Why did we do that story? Christ. Talk about being one-upped. I know. <laughs> and I could do that because you don't have to have a big cock to do that. But Fuck. it is much, much better story. Just got up there, squatted <laughs> down. was like, here, how much is this fudge? <laughs> Just shit out a log right on top of the scanner. See, right. now, I would be more upset if that happened than some guy's dick. At least a dick, you could just spray it off a little bit of Windex. You're all set, ready to scan the next customer. Well, plus, does it need to be said? Like, was it solid or was it liquid? <laughs> and then if it's liquid, it's like... Because the self-checkout scanners, you know, there's like four of them in close proximity, and it's like splattering all over my groceries. Like, <laughs> come on. And then even, like you said, cleaning it off, you got to get like the CSI Luminol out just to make yeah. sure. It's like I mean, you got, all, got all the feces. That could shut a grocery store down. Although I you wouldn't, go, I wouldn't go back guy, there. Though. I would never go back there if I saw somebody uh, poop on the thing. I might go back to the one with the if I saw the guy with his dick out. It'd take, I'd wait like a month or so, but and I probably wouldn't use the self checkout anymore. I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't use. But the that poop, if, the, if I saw the dude poop, I'd never go back. <laughs> it's Jesus too Christ! Did I mean? You know, it, I can understand whipping your dick out because that takes only a few minutes, a couple minutes or something like that. But like it's actually coming up there, copping a squat and taking a shit. Like, Jesus. Like, I'm surprised I mean, the no guy, one tackled Christian them. Fisher is just your everyday, um, whatever you like call exhibitionist. it. Exhibitionist. Yeah. But, the, you know, the guy who poops on it, he's like got schizophrenia or something. Yeah, there's something going on there. <laughs> like, God, that's a story for generations. Um, you know, my, my story here has... Is also related to the the feces category of stories here. So yeah, the show's changed a lot over time. <laughs> <Yeah. years. laughs> Since you've last been on it, we've matured a lot. I think uh, Harrison's brought this level of uh, erudition to the story. Well, he's not here, show. so we're doing. He's not here. We're stuff. back to this is classic sick and wrong. A man filmed stuffing feces down woman's shorts in sickening attack. She was shaking. She couldn't even call 911. She tried twice. She couldn't do it. She couldn't call 911. <laughs> she couldn't. She couldn't press Come the on. three numbers. You know, she couldn't do it. She had feces stuffed down her shorts. It's a harrowing tale. It's happened in New York City in broad daylight. This is also why I don't wear shorts in public. And I also, I also always wear a belt. You got to go to New York for this kind of stuff. You know, a good bagel, a good slice of pizza, having somebody put poop down your shorts. In a vile attack that happened in broad daylight, a man stuffed feces down an unsuspecting woman's shorts in New York City on Monday before running away. A surveillance video captured the whole scene. Uh, the suspect was following the woman along East 74th Street in Manhattan. This didn't even happen in Harlem. This is like right, you know, Upper East Side. What are you trying to say? Well, you'd think if you, you know, you wander down to the Lower East Side or some of the other sketchy areas. I haven't been to New York for a while, but everybody says that like there aren't any homeless people there anymore. I guess. I mean, maybe is this guy homeless or not? I just assumed. Actually, you know, I'm not sure if this guy is homeless. Like looking at him. Plus, uh, 
analyzing his technique doesn't seem like it's a spontaneous attack of a schizophrenic homeless guy. This hmm. sounds like it's 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 more calculated. Hmm. Let me get to it. So the guy's following the woman down the street, obviously picked out his victim. It's premeditated. It was around 6 p.m. And then he grabbed her from behind the waist. During a brief struggle, the man shoved his hand down her shorts and smeared the feces onto her buttocks. As he ran away, he discarded a rubber glove that he apparently used to hold the waist. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. This is like Dexter. And this guy had his equipment. He brought the feces. He knew what he was doing. He targeted a victim. Hmm. And she's just on her cell phone, just like, you know, hey, so it says to Mabel, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, feces shoved down her shorts. They don't really specify, though, what kind of feces it is, which I think would add to the story because... It's got to be somewhat solid. Yeah, but I mean, is it dog? Is it rat? Is it horse? Or is it his own? Oh, it's his own. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yo, who knows? I mean, I think just, about, there's no doubt in my mind. Well, think about it this way. Let's say she's walking. They, can they DNA test it? <laughs> <laughs> Do a feces swab? Enhance. But, but if you think about it, though, like, let's say she's walking her dog and she doesn't pick up the dog shit. Uh. Yeah, I can see someone just going over, grabbing it, and being like... But now, now I I mean, if you put it that way, and I think she deserved it. It changes the whole tenor of the story. However, you know, this was caught on surveillance camera. So, I mean, you could see she's she's not walking a dog. It's just some attractive woman on on her cell phone having a conversation. And Mm. this uh, six-foot, 200-pound black guy runs up to her and just grabs her and shoves some shit down her ass. Like, just Mm. right in the back of her shorts. Um... The woman was too ter- terrified to speak after the incident. I mean, it happened in seconds. The guy mm-hmm. just grabbed her, shoved the shit down there, ran away, and threw, the, like, casually just kind of threw the glove aside. You know? And it was all, like, one-handed. Like, he only used one glove. Like, Michael Jackson, one glove. <laughs> one shit glove. Uh, she was terrified. She fled into a parking garage. And uh, up to this witness here, um, Felix Martinez, he oh, said... Don't flee into a parking garage. Parking garages is like prime murder territory. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because they're... Well, most of them are desolate, but there's park... There's attendants oh, at these okay. ones. So she, yeah. ran, she ran to the attendant here, Felix right. Martinez, who... I got to admit, I'd be somewhat confused about how to, how to react in this situation. Right. Like, do I... I imagine I would help the woman who's distressed, but... Mike, Mike from Better Console is there. <laughs> I don't know, lady. What's, what do you want me to do? Well, I'm not going to go chase down the feces stuffer if that's Mike what she would. wants me to do. I mean, would you? No. No, I mean... <laughs> um, I'd give her a paper towel or something. Yeah, and like some 409, but... Just spray her body down with 409. Would you give her your coat? No. <laughs> this isn't the 1600s. Yeah, but what if she was attractive? Probably not. She has poop all over. <laughs> you have bum poo on you. I'm not going to I'm not going to like, get it out of my coat. Sorry to get that cleaned. Um it's suede. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Felix Martinez said she was shaking. She couldn't even call 911 and she kept trying. It's like, "Why don't you call 911 for her?" Dude, the woman's obviously harried and covered in bum poo. Uh, Martinez said that the woman's mother and boyfriend showed up with clean clothes for her to change into. And, you know, I got to say. Did the boyfriend, like, have to leave work? You get that call. (laughs) Honey, (laughs) you have to come help me. I have poop all over me. You're like, really? (laughs) Taking a vacation day for this? Again? 
Did you eat at the Taco Bell? Your poor Jer. Like, this has got to happen, like, at least twice a week. Right. Like, big Jer. Man. Um, it's going to take a sick day. Yeah. Well, she's lucky there's surveillance footage. Because if there wasn't surveillance footage, I'd think that she shit her pants and made this whole story mm. up. Well, next time I do shit my pants, I'm going to use the story <laughs> and say there wasn't a camera around. No, a crazy homeless person put this poop all over me. Really? He really got it in there. <laughs> it's like way up in your crack. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. He was very aggressive. How much poo did he have to put? Was he carrying? I mean, he had this is a lot of poo. If you're sleeping with your girlfriend and you poop the bed, can you make this up? But it's like, a crazy. I a prowler got in here. <laughs> Just you notice you're a very deep sleeper. <laughs> yeah, he was right in here. He threw poop all over us. But it's a classic setup. It's like, what do you look like? Uh, he's a big black guy. Mexican guy. <laughs> Puerto Rican. I don't know. There's a couple of them. He was a black white. guy and a Puerto Rican. Yeah. <laughs> just had a big bag of poo. Just put it everywhere. But yeah, like she's lucky there's surveillance footage. It shows it happening. Because if not, I'd be like, okay. You know. Uh, as of Thursday, police uh, are still searching for the suspect. They describe him as a 40-year-old black male, around 6 feet, 200 pounds. They said he right. frequents yeah, gonna the find area. <laughs> well, he frequents the area, so maybe. Um, but I'd, I'd be worried about this guy. God, that would suck to know that there's a... I mean, getting raped sucks, but getting shit smeared on your ass? It's almost mm. the same thing. Right. I mean, you do have to go get, like, what? Some tests? Make sure you don't well, have TB or something? Definitely take a long shower. God. <laughs> like the crying game. Yeah. <laughs> People, send uh, your stories to sickerongpodcast.com. We have phone calls coming up next. Remember, the new Sickerong hotline number, 323-522-4032. Remember, uh, do you remember the old number, Waggerly? No. But do you remember we had a number? Yeah. For years. And it was like a free number from a free service. I signed up for it back in like 2006. Forgot about yeah. it. They suddenly went out of business. Oh, really? Yeah. Their amazing <laughs> business model of giving people free voicemail boxes. I didn't, you know, I was upset about it. I was like, what the fuck? Why Why did this company go under? Go under? Like, why Why did they like, you know. no revenue shut model down the, at all. Because it's, it's like, they didn't even play ads, right? It was just like a free voicemail box. Dude, they, they didn't. I don't understand why you would even have a business like that. Yeah, there was no ads on the site. You signed up for it. You just got free voicemail. Yeah. How did they make money from it? There's probably like one Google ad on their webpage that nobody ever had to go to after you set it up. I have no idea. So anyway, I had to get a new number and to get a Google voice number. So it's 323-522-4032. People, we have phone calls coming up. Before that, here's another word from Adam and Eve. to your sex life? Go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, two adult DVDs, and a product so sensual, we can't even mention it on this podcast. No, no. Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkout.
So we got a few phone calls to get to. Um, this first one here is a British guy that's pointing out that there's something wrong with the U.S.'s like infatuation with baseball. Have you been to any games uh, this year so far? Uh, no. I mean, but I've watched a bunch on TV. Well, you're you're a baseball fan. Yeah, baseball's great. People who say baseball is boring are boring. Well, <laughs> it's a yeah. battle of wills. I think the only reason you like it because you can drink copiously and no one cares. What sport can't you drink copiously at? Tennis. <laughs> You're you probably tennis. right. I have never watched a tennis game. <laughs> ever. So here's a guy. Let's see what Wackily has to say about this. Well, boys, to start this off with, I'm an Englishman living in the United States. Your country is fucking weird. What the fuck is baseball? I mean, really. Cricket is way fucking better. Yeah, last today. Baseball, you just cricket better than baseball, right? At, at least baseball, you have to run to like four different bases. This is like Michael Jackson criticizing Bill Cosby <laughs> <laughs> when you when you're talking about how great cricket is and baseball's fucked up. Well, cricket, you're just running back and forth. The, the sticks and like the way that they bounce the, the ball wicket. off the ground when they pitch it. Like what the fuck? Yeah, What's at going least, on here. I mean, I, I find baseball more interesting than I mean, cricket. Don't they wear like? bow ties while they play it or something and they they have to eat like crumpets in the outfield right keep going and going and going and going until someone fucking wins it's fucking stupid anyway just gonna say miss lance wackily not gonna lie the man was amazing been listening since i was like 14 years old man changed my life sad oh no we we still get people calling in about you yeah get over it people (laughs) no it's been like like your parents got divorced Oh, yeah, no, but there's a major void now in their lives. But anyway. Well, I would still be on Facebook, shit. except for the motherfuckers were trying to, like, dox me. I thought there was a guy that doxed you, didn't he? He, like, published yeah, personal Yeah, I guess I don't know why I'm saying try. Yeah. They did dox me. It wasn't even one guy. It was, like, multiple people. One guy would have been like, hey, you're a fucking asshole. But it happened, like, four, four or five times, and I was like, okay, well, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Well, people were really upset about it. And then the guy... <laughs> it's even more sad. Well, the guy, like, emailed me and was just like, oh, I thought it would be funny. It's like, Because I'm an dude? idiot. I just don't think he realized what he was doing. But still, I'm like, well, whatever. It's like, so now Wackily deleted his Wackily uh, yes. fan page. You've ruined it for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I simplified my life greatly doing that, <laughs> so here at traffic light with a fucking tow truck in front of me that already just rear-ended me. That's fucking awesome. Great start to my day. Anyways, boys, have a good day. See you later. Did he just get rear-ended while he was making the call? Is that what happened? Yeah, apparently he was talking. Like he was, <laughs> he was distracted. He was talking to his cell phone while driving. I don't, I don't think this was a Bluetooth call. And then he got rear-ended. So, uh, so now you got to... You know what? I think he's getting punished for criticizing baseball. Why, why do you think people find baseball boring? Um, well, it's a completely different game than all the other games, right? It's like sequential rather than, uh, you know, like in a football. Well, f- football is kind of sequential and weird also. Uh, but, you know, football is like they whistle, everybody run at each other, stop the game, where baseball is like one guy against one guy, sequentially, sort of. It's and a very it strange sport. On. And on. I think what it is, if Not you're really. drunk watching Nine baseball, innings. if you're drunk watching baseball, you can get into it. But if you're sober watching it, it's like paint drying. Yeah, but I don't do anything sober. <laughs> I'm gonna say that about, my wife will be like, do you want to watch a movie? 
And I'll be like, no, I got a bunch of meetings. I can't drink tonight. She'll be like, I just, I didn't say anything about drinking. I said watching a movie. But then I'm like, well, I'm not going to watch a movie and not drink. Come on. <laughs> I can't really do things. How boring. The only things I do that I'm, I'm not drunk at is work. Right. You know, they, they're, and then afterwards, and they're paying it's like, me to be there. Yeah. If, if you want to pay me to watch a movie sober, sure, I'll sit there and watch it. If I have to, but yeah. yeah 20 no, bucks an like hour. Drugs make or break my good time. <laughs> Um, but the thing is with baseball, what I like about baseball is like going to like an A's game or Dodgers game. It's great people watching. I mean, there's some, it's it's pretty funny up in the stands. Like, especially like when you get to like the low income seats that are like, well, like $10 a seat because it's like hot dog night. Sitting when I go. Yeah. And it's like drunk people. It's kind of a part, it's a festive atmosphere. It's kind of fun. The other thing that's weird that's happened recently in baseball, like the past, Two or three years. I mean, everybody's going to dispute the actual time, but uh, it's becoming very hipster. There used to be well. There used to be a time when, like, all the well, I guess when the steroid thing was still going strong, where all the baseball players looked like Mark McGuire, like big frat bro meatheads. But now a bunch of these guys are doing like the Raleigh Fingers mustache, and they get, and they wear their uniform in like the old 1920s style with like the socks over the uh, pants up to the knee. Oh, so wait, you're saying the players have become hip. The players are like, there's still some of the throwbacks who like still look like they're, you know, like from the 80s uh, and have some Like Jose Canseco, like big dudes, like gold chain. Right. But some of these new up and coming guys, I guess it probably all started with uh, that dude and I can't even remember Tim Lincecum. Nah, well, he well, had that guy's hair, kind of a hipster. At the same time, the, there was a Giants reliever, that dude with the big beard. I can't oh, remember. Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson. That guy, yeah. He was maybe like the original. I'm sure somebody who... I don't follow baseball that closely. I'm sure somebody would be like, no, there's this other guy who was more, more hip. But uh, he, he was, was the start of it. He was now kind of ahead of weird. his time. And they're also going back... And now they're going back to like the big, long, like shaggy sort of 80s rocker hair. A bunch of them have it. But it's, it's, it's hipster version. It's not some guy who just doesn't realize it's not... Well, I'm, I'm amazed. I always thought these guys were just, you know, jocks, like like football no, bro watch dudes. A, watch a game. They all they have like the hard part. You know what that haircut is? You can't see it because they have their hats on. But when they you know take off the batting helmet, you see it. It's been a while since I've been to a game. A friend of mine invited me to a Dodgers game a couple weeks ago. I didn't yeah. go. I had uh, I had drinking to do. And There's I drinking at the. I, I know. The I just didn't feel like dealing with it, but I should go to. I did have fun. I went to a Dodgers game. I've been to a couple Dodgers games. Since I've been out here. It's been a while since I've been to an A's game, though. Maybe next it's, time I'm I'm up in the Bay Area. It's good to watch when you go to the bar and you don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, then you can just pay attention to it. Right. Um, this next call we got here is from a longtime fan, Fanny Harlow. Remember her? You've met her before. Yeah. She um, gave me a Star Trek book. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, Longtime fan of the show. Um, I know you recently ordered a shirt there, Fanny Harlow. I've got to mail that to you. Um, I didn't forget. 11 uh, years, people. <laughs> Still can't get the shirts out on time. Um, ten and a half. Uh, she calls in about weed smoking. Hello, it's Fanny Harlow. I'm listening to all your talk about making bongs out of apples and fucking milk cartons and... All this other fucking bullshit. I don't understand. Like, back when I was young, you just get fucking a skin, which is a Rizzler, <laughs> cigarette paper, and you put some tobacco in it. After tobacco, 
Afwade slash hash. And then you just roll it up and smoke it like a ciggy. What's all this crazy bomb shit about? Don't really. So she's talking about, uh, she's referring to a few weeks ago, we were talking about some guy called in and was talking about how to create a pipe out of an apple. And I think I mentioned how to make a gravity bong. But what she doesn't understand is in America, at least, when we were kids, you couldn't just walk into fucking 7-Eleven and buy papers. You weren't 18. Well, oftentimes you're in a, it's not like every liquor store even has papers, especially if you're in the Midwest where it's super square. Yeah. And sometimes it, you're not near a liquor store. And th- there we, we roll we roll joints with Bible paper. You couldn't <laughs> find anything to make a bong out of, or papers, or it didn't even have an apple. That I mean, we did this out of necessity. It's like sure, we would have preferred to have papers to roll up a joint, right. you know, or or go to a head shop and get a pipe. But did you have a head shop in Midland, Michigan? Fuck no. Yeah, and plus we were eighteen, so you wouldn't be able to do it. Um. Plus, rolling joints is a skill. Like, yeah. Imagine some of the shitty joints that people roll, then you have to smoke it. And it's like all the weeds in the center. You know, honestly, I never learned how to roll a joint. Like, I always used to have the dollar bill trick. Like, I'd mm-hmm. put a bunch of weed in it and then use a dollar bill to tighten up this, like, crudely rolled joint. <laughs> it's all falling out the end. Whereas, uh, like, my friend uh, Jason Dreyer, he used to, like, grow the corners of his thumbnails out <laughs> so that they'd perfectly fit in to roll up like a huge spliff. And maybe, he was a master roller. He could roll one-handed while driving. Mm. I've never, I never got to that level of skill. Yeah. Some people had the little machine that was specifically made to roll. Oh, yeah, but I couldn't even ever get that. I think I could roll a better one. Not that he was even good, but better than I could do with that with just my hand. But I mean, back then, like, how did you smoke weed? Mostly bong, because somebody always had a bong around the, like, college flop. No, I'm talking in high school. Did you smoke weed in high school? Oh, uh, you know, sometimes. Somebody else always had a joint or something. Or a little pipe. They always had those little, you know, pipe made of all the little components that you screwed together. The proto-pipe. Yeah. Yeah, the proto-pipe. My brother loved those. It was like a train. There's the transformer of pipes. Right. Yeah, he. Like, I, I always hated having to use that thing. Um, Weren't I, they made of brass or something? Yeah, it was like you're brass. You're not supposed and, to smoke. Like that's why we all have brain damage now. Well, back back then, I mean, I for the I mean, when I first started smoking weed, it's like if someone didn't have a pipe, it's usually papers. But we couldn't just go into a store and buy papers. So I mean, it was difficult, which is why you know you would fashion a pipe out of a out of a beer can or uh, you know or an apple or something or some kind of fruit. But she's making it sound like, why are you guys doing this? It's like, because right. we had to. I mean, if I had a bong, I mean, if I had a bong, I'd totally do it. Kids today, they don't even give a shit about this. Kids today, it's going to be legal, you know. Just I don't think, you know it's on the ballot in November. What are you going to vote? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, why not? I told you I registered libertarian. Yeah, libertarians, all weed smokers. Um, she goes on. Uh. That's how I used to do it when I was a youngling. Um, Maybe it's an American thing that you have to smoke it for a bong. Can you explain? Anyway, um, I totally love ya. Keep up the good work. Bye! I remember preferring joints at one point to the bong because 
the bong thing was like a nuclear arms race, right? It's like somebody would have like a little six inch bong, you'd smoke out of it and get pretty high. But then like every year, like the bong got bigger. <laughs> like at some point the bong would be like six feet long and just like, I just want to get a little high, not super duper high. Well, do you remember like uh, the frat boys would have like a bong that could reach to the second level of the house? So you yeah, actually had to climb that. stairs to hit this bong and it was like, a symbol of pride. Like, it's like, oh, you should see my nine-footer. It's like, uh, really? But back yeah. then, I guess I had the lung capacity to, like, at least hit that. I couldn't even right. imagine doing it now. Not that I'm a huge smoker. clear it, bro. If you didn't clear it, you're a big <laughs> pussy. But I think that's part of it, too, though, with bongs. Or my brother used to have a steamroller. I don't know if you remember that. But a steamroller. Yeah, it was like a tube without water. But just right. like you, put your you, hand over the end. Yeah, and the end of it. But the thing is, like, we have to do everything in, in excess. We can't just take a couple puffs off of a joint. No, we need to fucking steamroll as much marijuana as possible into our fucking lungs. The other thing uh, about the bong or pipe versus the joint is um, nobody would ever back then... Uh, say like I've had enough. <laughs> so, so you, but you're also really high. So you'd pass, you keep passing the bong or the joint around, and you're just trying to like cook the fuck. And I think I was just high off butane half the time. Oh, you mean the the bowl went out and people the bowl just went keep out, going? But you're, yeah, you're high, and you're not going to say like I don't want any more. So they keep passing it, and you're like sparking it up with the butane lighter. And you're just inhaling tons of butane, which can't be good for you. Well, it's also inevitable, too, like, when, especially in, like, the college dorm. The bong would be there. It was never changed. It was, like, the water was never changed. And, like, oh, it was kicked over three times a day. At least three times. It wasn't times. changed, but it was kicked uh, over three times a day. And it's just never disgusting, and everything smell. smells like just rancid bong water. Nothing smells gross. like that. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't know why we couldn't just, like, smoke a joint and... You know, be, be, cool. be European. Be French, yeah. Yeah, you know, be cool about it. Um, she has a second part to this here, which this is actually kind of a new thing. One last little thing. What is this dabbing you're talking about? I don't understand at all. Really no idea. Please explain it to me. Thank you. Bye. Love you. Bye. All right, I'm cutting that off. Um... You're cut off. Dabbing. Do you even know what this is? Uh, only vit. It's a dance move. And isn't it just hash? Well, sort of. It's more wax. THC wax. But you know, people our age, I don't think should be dabbing. I think you should only dab if you're under 25. The dance move or the wax? Both. <laughs> Both. I don't think we Why should, should be doing either one. you if you're under 25 smoking the drug? I just, I just don't think it's meant for old people like us. I think it's Does meant it for the youth. Um, no, you know, so I have a card. So I go to the dispensary and there's like, you can buy your regular weed there, but then you can also, if you're a dabber, you can buy dabs. And what that is similar to hash, but instead of making like a hash residue, it's wax. And it's like 10 times more concentrated than even hash is. Uh, so I don't it's think pure, I've ever even smoked hash. Uh, well, hash is popular in Europe, but hash mm. here is pretty good too. I mean, you can these dispensaries have everything. I can't but, smoke any weed at all. If I were to even have one hit of a joint, I go into like massive paranoid, introverted in a corner mode. It's weird. I don't know how. I don't know what happened to me, but yeah. But what kind possible. of weed are you smoking? Are you smoking like the sativa? Are you smoking indicas? It doesn't I've, matter. I've I've had this conversation. I've smoked the weed that people said this is really mild, and it's the indica still in the corner. 
Yeah, maybe you can't. Immediately. You know, my sister Something said the in same my brain thing. chemistry changed where I, I can't do it. Stephanie, Stephanie was a stoner, but now she mm-hmm. said when she smokes, she gets immediately paranoid. And she says she just hates the buzz. And not even just like, uh, I feel like uh, paranoid. I'm thinking about bad thoughts. Like massive paranoid. Oh, wow. Well, you're actually kind of freaking out, locking <laughs> yeah, windows. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, L- like LSD bad trip paranoia. Grabbing I can't imagine what doing LSD would be like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, I still, I still smoke regularly. It's, it's, it's still enjoyable to me. Yeah. But I, 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 wish, I wish that the drugs that I liked were, you know, on the path to legalization. That would make my life Yeah, better. I mean, it's kind of... Not, although, though. I mean, it's, you get a card for 50 bucks and it's more or less legal. I mean, I could yeah. have weed delivered from the dispensary I go to, right. but I'm, but it's I'm awesome. too, I guess, uh, intimidated by dabbing to even do it. It's like, as if, well, you know, what it is kind of what, uh, what Fanny's saying here. It's like, why couldn't you just smoke a joint? It's like, yeah, like well, a joint's good enough. No, we got to have a bong, but a bong's not good enough. I'm not getting high enough. Well, we got to get right. a steamroller steamroller. I'm still not getting high enough. Okay. Let's take this weed and let's cook it up into concentrated, just THC wax balls, put it on a butane torch and then just snort that. <laughs> like they like fucking, that's what it is. Basically you have this yeah. like special implement that can heat this, this wax ball up. So you're just like sucking in like crack. It's like, it's basically marijuana crack hmm. and uh, i've never done it i actually because you have to have all the the implements to do this the to, to in order to dab but uh um this girl i was dating was at the cannabis cup out in um i forget where it was riverside or something this big cannabis cup and she was there and they like all these dabbing companies just pass out dabs like here have a hit of dabs hmm. and she said she did like three dabs she said she was high for eight hours yeah it's too much couldn't drive home had to sit in her car because she was so stoned but and it's it, like all the food too gets you really 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 high for a long time oh you mean the pot yeah i don't even i don't deal with the pot food either you know what the new thing is have you ever heard of cbds no cannabinoids you yeah. actually might like these. Apparently, it's... It, <laughs> no, dude, I, I'm telling you, I learned my lesson. That's, yeah, what, that's what everybody says when, we, when I tell them about weed. You might like this one, though. And then I try it, and then I'm like, fuck. The difference between cannabinoids and THC, I've, I've just learned about this. THC is the, you know, that's what gets you high, and it gives you that feeling. Whereas the cannabinoids are used to treat pain. So it's like the opiate portion of marijuana so it's like hmm. you don't get high you just get pain relief see now you're gonna fucking convince me because <laughs> that's what i do like are the opioid you know type things yeah. and you're gonna convince me and we're like well d simon so this is like that i'm gonna take it i'm gonna be like god damn it, i'm in the corner again fuck i'll never learn i you know i haven't done it but they sell cannabinoid pills that don't have any mm-hmm. thc so you don't get high but mm-hmm. you're supposed to get pain relief so if you have like chronic back pain oh i don't have or uh, sciatica, i just like that feeling of your brain going like turning to mush yeah, no, I enjoy that, especially a couple beers, a few beers, yeah, cool. and some oh. Norcos. Yeah, and I just say I don't do anything without drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Includes this. Anyway, in answer to your question, Fanny, yes, Americans have to do everything to excess. It's not good enough just getting a little buzz and smoking some weed. No, we got to do marijuana crack through like butane torch bongs. Mm. So that's why we do what we do. Um, final call here is. Uh, a guy taking us down a trip towards down memory lane. It's a very nostalgic show. Hey, D. I uh, was listening to the latest podcast, and uh, you're talking about how you were showing your girl around where the old, sick, and wrong 
studio was and how she said it was kind of scary and said it wasn't that bad. But uh, I remember one time on the show, you were talking about how I think you had the the sick and wrong studio like at your house or something. I'm not 100 percent sure. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, a while back. <laughs> and there were two teens in like some place that they stay right outside the studio, and they were like <laughs> they were like fucking or something. Anyway, I just thought I would remember remember this that and uh, share it with you guys. <laughs> Do you remember? Uh, uh, when you're in the Beatles. And, uh, <laughs> and did Paul McCartney like walk up to you? <laughs> you you remember this? I wrote a screed about it. We did a whole show about this. Oh yeah, now I do remember what he's talking. Well, about. Well, there were like these juvenile delinquents that the living landlord the of my dumpster. building. No, they had them live in the laundry room. Like our, we had a laundry room by room. the dumpster. <laughs> yeah, right next to the dumpster. It was in the basement of the building. He removed the washer dryers that we had in there and just let the these juvenile delinquent runaways lived down there. Right. And there was a couple that would just fuck. They'd have sex like anytime they wanted to all hours of the night screaming. Just no yeah, ambitions. I heard it, once. it was, it was completely theatrical. Oh yeah. Shut the fuck up. And so I think we get it. You're banging. It inspired me to write a screed. Like I had a whole screed that uh, about like a you know it sounded like a baby seal being stomped to death, and I'll go to the landlord and they'll be put out on the street. I forget what it was. It didn't really stop them either. But yeah, I don't quite remember what happened to. Uh, I don't. You know, Joe Kelly still lives in that building. Hmm. But did you think that area was that bad? Mm, you know. You get, you know, like the Michael Jackson story before, you get very desensitized to it, you know? <laughs> like, I wouldn't walk with my parents porn. through there. <laughs> and actually, I walked with my wife down there one, and it was during the day. Recently? It was like a year ago. We were going down to the the Civic Center, because they have, like, food trucks or something. We were going to have pupusas. <laughs> pupusas. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is kind of a shithole. And, like, you know, homeless people are, like, saying shit about my wife as we walk by kind of sucks well you know they what's funny about it is that so when i lived in that building the sick and wrong studio which was also my apartment um when i lived there it was like i think 900 dollars. i think my rent went up you know over the six years or whatever i lived there mm-hmm. to like 925 it was the highest yeah. it went i used to live in that area for 725 in a studio my studio sucked. Though. Yeah, your studio was a piece of shit. <laughs> but anyway, it was during the it was during the prior boom. So even that. Was like well, Joe Kelly that. told me that that same studio now is twenty two hundred dollars, hmm. and and oftentimes a lot of studios down in that area, the Tenderloin, there'll be like three or two, three to four people, like two couples right. living in a studio. <laughs> he's like he's like it's terrible, but but the, the like fact of the matter is. Country. Well, the fact of the matter is, it's like... Except neighbor- everybody's drinking, like, $7 coffees. Yeah. But the, the neighborhood hasn't changed, though. It's, like, other than, like, the artisanal coffee shops and, like, the mixology bars, you still have homeless people out there smoking crack and taking a shit in the street. It's, like, right. you know... But you have... I mean, in San Francisco, you have that in the nicer neighborhoods. I mean, like, the upper well, hate. Kind I of. Mean, they crack do. down on it. They don't have it in, like, Pacific Whites. Uh or kind North of. Beach. If you live, if you live in the Richmond or the Sunset, because the park's right there, like, like I don't yeah. know if you heard, but like a bunch of homeless kids like drown an older homeless guy in the pond after they tortured him for a full week. Yeah, no, those those homeless guys, those like gutter punks, they live in the forest. 
right like in the park and it's and, and you know on the other side of the street and, and it's a you know it's a it's something they advertise in the real estate ad like it's a three million dollar or more five million dollar house and like oh and it's right up against golden gate park you know like that's one of the selling points but you're like yeah golden gate park where like crust punks murder people yeah, didn't like uh, some woman from Sweden get raped and murdered there not too long ago, a few years that was, ago? That was, uh, I think, last year or last around year, yeah. Outside Lands or one of the other festival, music festival things. Yeah, no, it's a, and th- that's the thing. It's like, so you're paying 2200 bucks a month to live in a studio, well, but you walk paying, outside. You'd be paying more out there, is what I'm saying. If you had a studio that was right in the park, it, then you're definitely paying like 3500 It's insane. And they haven't done anything to clean up the neighborhood, so it's still Damn. just as bad. But... uh I remember when I was when I first moved back from Oakland back in the city and I got that spot and uh, I was dating uh, I forget who it was at the time but anyway she was like I'm never coming down here this is disgusting I'm never oh, coming down here I was like it's not that bad it's not that bad and I was walking her down Jones and I'm like see there's a few homeless people but there's also nice restaurants and all this and this homeless guy right in front of us pulls his pants down and just starts spraying diarrhea all over this window of this like Thai restaurant yeah. and was just like god damn god damn and she was like this is fucking gross it is but case in point <laughs> that happened to me right outside my office like six months ago during the broad daylight i was walking back from lunch and i'm like oh dude yeah if you're gonna squat down and take a shit put your butthole towards the fence <laughs> not your face towards the fence yeah but hide your shame man right like, i mean Jesus. i'm looking right at this like crackhead weird skeleton body and then like his fucking bare hole Oh, God. The smell must have been I'm just trying to, got like, awful. carry my sandwich back to my office to eat at my desk. <laughs> Was it a Nutella sandwich? or? <laughs> yeah, Nutella sandwich. I'm like little Lord Fauntleroy. Papa, my Nutella lunch sandwich. Uh, people call Sigarong Hotline, 323-522-4032. As always, iTunes, best way to listen to the show. Subscribe, rate, comment. We appreciate it. Uh, we have T-shirts in the Sigarong store, sigarongpodcast.com slash store. Get the new Sigarong tea. We are almost out of larges. I only really have three left. So if you want a large, get one soon, because I'm not sure if we're going to reprint them. Sigarongpodcast.com slash store. Finally here, Sigarong Song of the Week is a DOA song that uh, someone sent in to us, but I, I, forget, I forget to print their name. But anyway, it's a good 4th of July song. It's called America the Beautiful. You ever listen to DOA? They're not oh, even an American band. I get them confused with SOA and MOD. <laughs> they're a hardcore punk band from Vancouver. Not even American. Oh, then definitely not. Yeah. But maybe, I am, maybe I haven't ever heard of them. Oh, they're great. They're a good band. They're like one of the founding fathers of hardcore punk along with like Black And then Black there's another band called DRI also. Well, DRI, though, is more thrash metal. That's what so I'm So DOA is more punk. Oh. But these guys are like the originals, like Bad Brains, Black Flag, Angry Samoans, Germs. DOA. But anyway, this song's called America the Beautiful, and I'm going to dedicate this one to all those patriotic people out there celebrating the 4th of July. Um, happy 4th, people. Drink responsibly. Don't shoot Roman candles from your asshole. You can get injured that way. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, it's a lot of people end up getting colostomy bags because <laughs> they try to shove a Roman candle in their ass to impress their friends. Huh. You don't need to impress them. You're not going to impress them with your colostomy bag. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Wackily, thanks for being on the show. Enjoy your fourth. I hope you uh, have some sparklers. 
No? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not Do that into <laughs> fireworks anymore. You never were, though. Well, I think you were back in the day, but, you know, I, m- I remember bringing some to one of your parties, and you were like, what the fuck is this? I'm going to light my house on fire. And they were just black yeah, snakes. Yeah, I, I would prefer to not have my house lit on fire. Sorry. They were just black snakes. <laughs> well, the problem with black snakes is they fuck up your driveway, but I don't have a driveway. So. Stain your driveway, yeah. Anyway. I, I like the smell of them. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show, and no, uh, we'll no be problem. back next week with episode uh, 540. Till then, take it sleazy. Good night. From now on, call me Big Mac. And go to adamandeve.com and type in the entry code DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, for all your in-the-bed needs. Honey, I'm going to adamandeve.com. Shut up, bitch.